Hello, listeners. In honor of Valentine's Day, I've decided to write some Valentines for my fellow co-hosts. Andrew, Andrew, unlike your hair life, my love for you will never recede. Your ability to um actually, even the most un- uncontestable of facts, is awe-inspiring. I hope that the friendship we've created ages like you poorly. <laughs> I'm so grateful to have someone like you to look down on. I'm grateful to have a friend who loves and appreciates me so much that they copy literally everything I say and do, famously. Maggie, I literally just mouthed you're that the as only you person that. I know who could still look beautiful whilst crashing through a plastic table. You are one of the most committed people I know. Your commitment to this podcast is almost as powerful as your commitment to pretending to be straight. <laughs> and, last, <laughs> and last but not least, Paul. Thank you for being the first of us th- to go through a divorce. Statistically, one of us will need your expertise within the next 10 years. <laughs> Double drag. There's love in the air and sewage in the dating pool. So... And I'm fucking salty about it. So this is the anti-love episode. If you're single, we invite you to commiserate with us. And if you're not single, well, that's fucking nice, isn't it? So we are just going to jump right into this, the hellscape of Valentine's Day. sure if our listeners know everyone's relationship statuses so um (laughs) (laughs) i don't think i don't so let's share them share them anyway oh my god you're gonna share them time that i um finally let you guys know that kirk and i are with child um paul and andrew are lovers actually they um had their first time under a house in Ohio in a moment of high stress. Under a house? Oh, I forgot <laughs> about that. Like you're the fucking wicked witch of the West. I was like, why are you under a house? Yeah, there was a tornado warning. So this so the yurt was this the yurt yeah, was the, the yurt second was like time. like they're like honeymoon. Oh. I was too I was too drunk. To get her up? To get her up. I passed out on the floor. Do you remember that? Yes, you did. I was on the floor of the yurt. That yurt. Wow, Paul's just that good. Shared up betrothed our child. And you know what? That that little yurt was in fact eight point five trillion degrees. It was a steam room. Girl, shut up. You know that yurt made you (laughs) square. <laughs> and that's the name of our baby, Squirt. I always thought that was the weirdest nickname for a kid. I got called that and, a and lot. Like finding, like finding Nemo, it's a character. That's what I think of. But you are right; it was a nickname like, hey, for little squirt. boys. Which, oh god. Anyway, yeah. I think it's honestly it's for like little children, like dads being like Squirt. Hey, Squirt, want to go to baseball practice? <laughs> This is gross, and we need to t- we need to tell the world about that because that is true. That is disgusting. Like, 
My dad never called. I think Kirk just wasn't called squirt enough. I don't know if I care about that. <laughs> I'm trying to be offended, but I'm like, that sounds good to me. Anyway, speaking of squirt, well, everyone, what is Maggie Maggie's is love available life? to anyone with a six-figure net worth or generational wealth. Must be ambitious, well-endowed, career-driven, and over six feet tall with a family history of a full hairline. Or just a kind, older lesbian. Stop. Tony P. Be Tony P. Maggie. Maggie. You know what? I, if you listen to this podcast. If you're about to be like, you need to go on a date with Tony P. I'm actually going to quit. This is between me and Tony P. right now. Anthony, <laughs> this is me and Google. I'm Google Anthony Tony P. P. <laughs> if you are willing to pursue a woman with a bright career and questionable colleagues in her non in her under the table job, guys, Who is Anthony? I just Googled Anthony P. And it says, man sentenced to 15 years for attacking a woman in public. Kirk, Tony P. P. in D.C. No. Literally. Tony yeah. P. Oh, of guy. D.C. <laughs> Tony P. All right. You got a P. We need to bleep that out. What if he listens? Then if he's listening. What if he listens? Let me talk. Let me cook. <laughs> if he's he listening. He can join. He can come on as a guest. Literally. Erica wants to cook right now. Everybody let her whisk. Our dear friend Maggie, our producer, is looking for someone to cook her a meal. Maybe your pork Dijon chops. Maybe your chicken Parmesan. I don't want that. Still don't want that. Do you like I, your I, eggs scrambled or fertilized? Definitely don't want that. I would love to meet you. But like I couldn't. He's young. I think. Well, can we go around quick quickly and I'll I'll repair what you just said. Andrew has a beautiful woman um that for some reason is still with him. That is his landlord. Um that's mainly why she's still with him. But um that is his relationship status. And I don't think he plans on changing it any decade soon. Maggie is single and not looking because she's a dedicated career politician and I am single but I just went on a date last weekend so maybe by the time maybe by the time this comes out I won't be single <laughs> ever think about that Feb February is such a dangerous time to date because oh, you have call. to either date maybe I should, so I'm definitely not going on a date next week <laughs> yeah I wouldn't Everything, every restaurant runs like a Valentine's Day special. You can't even go the day before yeah. to avoid it because it's like pre-Valentine's Day. And Erica is also single and Paul is not single. Yeah, I right? think so. Yeah, I, he's not. Paul has yeah. a twink. I wonder what they're going to do for oh, Valentine's Kirk, Day. That was perfect because that begs a question. Oh. <laughs> what, what are do you do with a twink? plans for Valentine's Day? I'm the most important person here, so I'll go first. <sighs> Um, I am a big Valentine's Day person, and so I have plans with different ladies in my life, and it's going to be very fun. On the 14th. Now, it's that weekend, the actual 14th. Next week. Yeah, the well, actual this 14th. I actually have nothing going on, and so I think... 
it's me Wednesday. and my friend are going to probably just grab a drink. Because I feel like bars are safe. Cool. Right? I mean, they're like a little dangerous. Nothing is safe. Wait, is it a friend? or is it This is the friend? type of... Okay, Maggie, what are you doing on Valentine's Day or for Valentine's Day? Um, I have a Valentine's Day party on Friday. Mm. I have a Valentine's Day party on... Gay? Okay. Nobody asked you. And Remember people would do that? Yeah. I Like my have... entire childhood. Yeah, seriously. And I think on Wednesday I'm going to do nothing because I actually despise going outside on Valentine's Day. Cute. I didn't even like Valentine's oh, Day in a relationship. Consistent. I want to be very clear about oh. that. I don't like Valentine's Day. I don't have any plans. I so like I how Kirk some. is making all these noises, like foaming at the mouth, only to say, I have no plans. I have a dodgeball. Oh, I don't know if I have dodgeball that Sunday. We were going to do like a Valentine's Day theme, but I'm not doing it. But it's also the Super Bowl, so that's my plan, oh, I guess. They're going to cancel it. They're Sunday. definitely going to cancel dodgeball. Yeah, I think it yeah. is. You're not going to have dodgeball the same day as the Super Bowl. We did last year, and my team was in the Super Bowl. But um, the Super Bowl is Sunday, so that's my Valentine's Day plan. But now I kind of want to make a Valentine's Day plan. Um, but not with this. If Erica and I lived in the No, same- I'm going to text you. No, I'm going to text. Who am I going to text? I'm- that would be the craziest back of all time. It's crazy that I made out with him this past summer. But that's this this girl at a bar. Anyway, um, I would know. I'm gonna text you know. I'm gonna text my my flight attendant, hot daddy, which I shouldn't call him that because like Kirk, I didn't really am interested I'm in him. Say it. There's like so many. There's so many men. I just lo- I have no idea. Like you're saying this, like we know him. You know who I'm talking about. Yes, I've said you him. He's 58 years old, beautiful, such a sweet man. I love him. We're in love. He just doesn't really know yet, and. We're going to go have a Valentine's Day dinner together now that you guys just inspired me. I have the Do you use a spreadsheet to keep track? No, that's why we hired Maggie. I have the best idea ever. I have the best idea ever. We're always trying to think of unique things to put on social media. And I think a flow chart of your dating okay, is no. smart. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, girl. I think if we're going to do a flow chart of my dating, I have like a flow chart of Erica's Wait. flow. Andrew, where... Oh, here's, here's a side note. The We could put pictures that represent each person's relationship status and for Kirk it'll be that Charlie Day meme where he's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. got all yes. like, the papers and the string up on the wall and he's like yeah, screaming oh okay Andrew what are you doing for Valentine's Day do you, do you and Cassie seriously ever do anything for Valentine's Day no okay. absolutely not she she's like Maggie she thinks it's a stupid made up holiday it is it is, it is. I think we all agree with that it's entirely made up also I hate any holiday or not hate, but I don't like any holiday that falls on a an actual date mm. rather than like it's, you know, the third Friday of the month or something. I think all all holidays should be moved to like a yes. Friday of I a agree. particular it's, it's, month. Especially and September 11th. Like. <laughs> Kirk. Always the second Tuesday yeah. of September. We should celebrate it twice. Kirk, I'm looking for a picture of this man. Okay, we're not going to dox him. Um, I'll, I'll DM yeah, him to you. Yeah, because I just, I don't, <laughs> it, it's just the math doesn't math for you, you to all of a sudden be like. Well, it does. No, it's 27 years. I'm just years. saying that like, what? it just feels, not to put Kirk's <laughs> dating habits on blast, but like, that's also something I would obviously do. 
Someone just DM me, wow, damn, you're so attractive. Thank anyway, you. Um, the issue is that it just feels like this man, to assume that we would know about him to the point where we would immediately think of him as your first, like, I'm lonely contact is a jump. But I wanted you guys to. His name is Leap, <laughs> and he leaps me. He's 58. He definitely is not listening to podcasts. But um, he... Isn't that like a I know it is a target audience for a podcast, podcast, actually, but I don't think ours. Um, but he... <laughs> Did I tell the story about him? Sure. Can I talk really quick? In the, in the, in the, in the, um, the you know, essence of love, the spirit of love. I, told, I think I, I just know I didn't tell you guys this, but I went on a date with him. I've known him for a year, a few years. He was in a relationship, came out of an 18-year relationship. During the relationship, it was open. So that's where I slid in. And we only would ever just like, we only would just like. Literally. Boink. And then we would never really talk. But sometimes we would talk. Like the one time he cried and told me. Boink. Girl, I'm a, I'm a boomer now that I dated a 58-year-old. <laughs> and we were laying in bed after, you know, doing the boinking. And he was crying. And I was like, wow, I am I have quite the impact on men of a certain age. And he was like. That was your first assumption? Yeah. I was. My first assumption was like, damn, they leak from every orifice when I fuck them. And then. <laughs> Disgusting. He was probably concerned that Chris Hansen was going to walk in at any moment afterwards. No, Andrew, was, he was he had a moment of, of like he was sad. His nephew had just passed, which is really sad. And he was telling me about it. Sure, Dan. <laughs> no. No, and then oh, no. no, and then he's such a nice guy, and I felt so bad for him. And then, anyway, long story short, we recently went on like an actual hangout. We lasted a lot of hours, more so because he's not in his relationship anymore. And he's really nice, and we got to the restaurant, and I knew the host at the restaurant who I'd also gone on dates with before. Hold on, we could add him to the spreadsheet. And then he was like, "Kirk, good to see you." And I was like, "Good to see you. Do you work here?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm the GM." I was like, "Oh, nice, amazing." And then he, without skipping a beat, looked at, "Oh, this is your dad?" Wow. <laughs> and that's how it ended and that, and then and then it wasn't my dad I I actually have a confession that I thought that the reason he was crying because he realized the age gap oh he thought <laughs> I was 58 <laughs> fuck you Kirk's the daddy of the podcast <laughs> okay anyway keep going Erica take us home to, to the first topic I think <laughs> yeah because someone got off topic <laughs> You know, Andrew, I would love if you cut that to like under 10 days. That would be really nice. Um, anyway, so Valentine's Day. I feel like the big thing about Valentine's Day is that it is a day that to show a gesture of love. If you are in a relationship, you are expected to do something that is out of your way. But do you think that Valentine's Day is a holiday that focuses more on the actual service or gift, as in like the actual expression of love, or the image that they get to share of that expression? So is it more of a, this is for you and me and I want this romantic thing? Or is it, I want to share this I want people to know that my significant other did this thing for me. Um, the latter. I, th I think some people may genuinely do it because it's like 
a convenient holiday to use for a date or something. But I agree. I think most people do it to show off on social media, um, especially because all like the traditional Valentine's gifts are like the most transient and expensive and superfluous things. Like chocolate. But like shitty chocolate. Yeah, yeah. But I think so. Yes, Erica and, and Maggie and Andrew, you're, I think it is for to show off, but that's everything. Like getting engaged is to show off on Instagram. Getting married is to show off on Instagram. Like this is what people do now. But there's always been the other side of it too, where I think Valentine's Day now has become like, I want to be, I want my person to shower me in love even just in the, in the relationship, but they want that moment of like, I want this to be a ridiculously big romantic day for me. And I'm going to do that for them too, because, but why not just do that all the time? But it's just that day. And that's probably, probably as Andrew mentioned, like people that go out on that day or people that never go out on any other day. And they just make this big, massive day of a Valentine's day. It's like the only day they can love each other. Um, so I think it's a mixture. I think it's still all selfish. I don't think there's any like genuine romantic, like, doing it for the couple more so you're like doing it for yourself in the relationship. I think it's always a holiday that's going to be a letdown. Like, yeah, it's always a holiday that you're never, it's never going to go right. Like it's never going to be a perfect holiday. It's like when you're a kid on Christmas and you like get so excited about gifts and you come downstairs and like there's gifts, but maybe it's not the gift you wanted. So you're disappointed or whatever on Valentine's day. Like if you're in a relationship and you have an expectation, unless you hand printed a to-do list for your significant other on what to buy you and what to do, you are going to yeah. shut down. It is a mm -hmm. day that is never going to satisfy what you want. Unless you get that ring, girl. <laughs> well, maybe that's very apropos because it's a holiday that was basically invented as a marketing vehicle. If somebody yeah. proposed to me. Hallmark holiday. On, I left a pause there for one of you to say, haha, that would never happen. <laughs> um, proposed to me on Valentine's Day, I'd be so fucking pissed. Anybody that proposes to me on Valentine's Day doesn't want to marry me because I would say no. And I don't care how in public we I are. Love that. I think I would make it worse because it's like, oh, he proposed to you on Valentine's Day. Wow. What a like creative is, boy. Yeah, it is like, also, I, I think about, and I don't know if this is just me, but whenever I think about Valentine's Day, I just think about like those rom-coms where it's just a whole bunch of like um, two top tables. And dim light, just, dim like, lighting. Lined up. Yes. And it's just like they're all ordering off of this like prefix menu and the food is fucking lukewarm <laughs> and even then it's not that great and the service isn't that great like your waiter can't even pay attention to you because they have to serve a billion fucking people who it's supposed to be their perfect night and like somehow it's still fucked up so they're mad at the world it just sounds like a nightmare my favorite television show growing up it was cake boss and there's this one episode where he like makes cakes for all of these brides and grooms on valentine's day because there's that many people that get married and there's this one venue he delivered to 15 oh my God. cakes for all the people who are getting married at the on same Valentine's venue. Day at the same venue. I literally was like, this is the definition of being unoriginal. Or like, of polyamory, one or the other. <laughs> I'm like, at least getting married by Elvis in Vegas is kind of cool. Yes. Getting right? married is not cool. Now, we already did a relationship. We already did an episode on that, okay? 
But like getting married on Valentine's Day is the next level of uncool. Nerd. Valentine's Day is is just you know I don't want to be negative, but like I don't I I don't I'm trying not to be as negative and I really think I'm 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 doing well. But I I just think that with this topic it's just stupid. Like I don't want to yuck someone's young. They they can like Valentine's Day, but I don't know. This one I can't get with. You know, Valentine's Day nine eleven. Those two holidays I just can't get with. <laughs> celebrating, we shouldn't celebrate 9 11 at all, and I will die Both on that. Famously mountain. created by American consumerism. Yeah. That is, boop, 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 boop. I, I do think that a holiday that we don't celebrate enough is Groundhog's Day. Uh, oh um, my god, that's true. Spring I think we celebrate it too much. <laughs> Wait, guys, we celebrate, in, it's, it's, like we celebrate in Pennsylvania because it happens here. Just like Andrew, spring is coming early. Aww. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. It never, it, it, that, it's the first time that, that, that it's happened to the spring like that. It's never happening. <laughs> it's never happening. Spring's never coming. Actually, the uh, last time this happened was in 2020, which is also the last time the Chiefs went to the Super Bowl, which is also, or the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, which is also the last time that President Biden and Donald Trump were candidates, which is also the last time that Toast released an album. <gasps> I would like to correct. It is not the last time the Chiefs won the Super Bowl because they beat us last year, but it was, they did win the Super Bowl then. But I would like to pretend yes. they didn't. Um, yes. And maybe we should do an episode about the fact that we're still actually in 2020. Yeah. Stop, Andrew. Andrew, 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 Andrew no. Because here's where I stand. Locked in your room because it's 2020. <laughs> <laughs> the issue with it being 2020 is I was on, this is, sorry, I'm sidebarring because, you know, this is a stupid holiday anyway. So this I episode is crazy. It's just like a long banter. And it's still Black History Month. And, you know, Lunar New Year is Friday, <laughs> Saturday. So. Is it? Oh, it is. It's the Year of the Dragon. It was literally this time in 2020 that I was like going through the process of buying my house. Oh my God. And, do what, and like, and like, I was like waiting to close and I was in this like kind of suspension place where I didn't know where like things were going. And I was so unsure. And that is literally how I feel right now as I'm about to move to a different city. And what's crazy is the day that I decided like would make sense for me to move, like to actually like move to Chicago as in like start the drive is the same day that I signed, that I like signed my mortgage paperwork, May 10th. Wow. So we're getting a pandemic in a month. You're welcome, guys. It's all a simulation. Um, okay. <laughs> anyway, back to Valentine's yeah. Day. Um. So yeah, I personally am someone who I can see why people enjoy Valentine's Day. I can understand what it's like to have someone do something special for you. I cannot understand how people are okay with it being the one time of day or one time a year where that happens. Where like I know people who look forward to Valentine's Day because it's like, oh my God, like my man is gonna do this. And like, yes, he is doing things for you. And those are nice things. But the other 360, well, this year, 365 days, he's not doing anything. And so the question that I have for the group is do you think that people 
just aren't romantic anymore? Like even in your casual interactions, do you think that whether it be, you know, you experiencing through friends, you going on first dates, second dates, or just date nights for those who are in a relationship, um, do you think that romance is dead? No. I think it's mm. I think it can be dead, but I think if you have the right people in your life, it ain't. I feel like romance has changed. So I think a lot of the like the reason why Valentine's Day exists and you know the the sort of traditional view of being romantic, which is like a gesture of surprising your wife on the way home with a bouquet of flowers after work or taking her to a fancy meal a few times a year. Like those really like outward gestures feels like very like Americana, like 1950s to me. And I kind of wonder if like, like that was kind of seen as the norm because, you know, most marriages weren't really great marriages, but it's kind of mm -hmm. like, Oh, what you had to do is like appease the woman. But nowadays I think people are generally, you know, even though the, Though the divorce rate is higher, I think the the relationships that happen are generally healthier, different, and more more equal, and yeah, and healthier. So that like it's different, but it's it's in you know it's not the husband coming home after work, sitting down with a whiskey for the next six hours, and then you know going to bed after yelling at his wife. You know, Girl, stop reading my memoir. Environment. <laughs> <laughs> no, my dad liked vodka. Um, <laughs> anyway well i think i think the best romance in a relationship is when you actually understand what somebody like wants and needs and so like that in itself is like a romance like i really like receiving like acts of kindness which like by the way affirmation scientists decided last week that the acts of kindness are not real yeah i didn't really ask you um well, okay Eat them up. It's scientists saying it's that. It's real not in my mind. No, it's real. I'm just saying that was a weird thing I saw on the View. I don't understand. But, um, it could not be real. It, apparently, it was. It was like not like. It, apparently, it was. A, people have believed it to be a scientific thing, which I didn't. But um, it was actually like a priest who put them together, or not a priest, a pastor, or like a like a, a religious figure was the one who decided those oh. acts of kindness or acts. Just of, wrote them in a book. It's the same. It's the same thing as those, like, uh, the personality tests yeah. that are uh, ENFJ, just kind yeah, of bull yeah. bullshit. Yeah, they, it was just somebody somewhere made that up and was like, oh, here's here's what it is. But I do, I feel like if you, I feel like, I think it's just important to be realistic about what romance is. Like, I, I love, I think romance is real. Like, I think you can romanticize your life. There's yes. romance in your friendships. There's romance, like, romance doesn't just need to be, like, who you are sexually attracted to. But I also think it needs to be more realistic because I feel like the influence of social media has made it to be this like, like overhyped, you have to like, everything has to be like fancy and fun and cute. And like, there can just be romances in the simplest of things of someone like cooking you dinner on a random Tuesday night. Mm -hmm. I also think, I love that you brought that up that way because I think sometimes romanticizing parts of your life because I think I think it's such a thing to do these days so romanticize yeah. everything I think it's definitely a thing that our generation does the Gen Z does I think it's like because of social media but and it's a I think it's actually beautiful in some ways but in some ways I think it's like 
detrimental where you're so let down by the, the smallest moments of your day because you've romanticized. Yes. Like, like I went on a, when I went to Mexico City, like I romanticized a lot of what I was going to do. It's kind of an expectation thing, but I romanticized it. And then mm-hmm. when it didn't happen the way that I, I'm like, oh, like this, this location wasn't as beautiful as I want, as romantic or whatever, as I wanted it to be. And then you, you kind of like, get kidnapped by the cartel. And <laughs> yeah, I never saw the caravan up. against your will. I never saw the caravan. <laughs> But you know what I mean? So I think it's a, there's a healthy, but it's also a beautiful thing to like, like even your friendships or like I went to on um, last week, I went to my, 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 my lady friend Phyllis's 80th birthday party and it was romantic. Like everything she did, she had this huge, beautiful party for herself, for the close people, 80 people in her life. And that's to Maggie's point now is like a version of romance. Like it was such, everything was romanticized in the most beautiful way that she had this big like blowout for her 80th birthday about, it was just about life. So I think that romance is alive in different ways, but um I think it just depends how you look at it. But I also think in relationships, there is sometimes no romance. Like I think when we know that from dating, like going on dates, sometimes it's like the amount of people you run into or date that or go on a date with that have zero romantic ability. Um, and it might not be that the, it just they don't make anything romantic. It, 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 that's a real thing. I think people are so in their head these days, they can't even like be romantic. See, to me, and I think a lot of that also factors in like, genuine compatibility where I think we've also kind of pressured ourselves into oh you know I know two people who are making two very drastic um life choices I think one more drastic than the other but um because of fears that they voiced around timing yes and I think I think why Valentine's Day is such a difficult holiday and why there is so much disappointment is because it is one of those times where people display where they are in their relationship, Mm -hmm. where they'll say, oh, you know, this is our third Valentine's Day together and here we are living together or this is my sixth Valentine's Day together and here we are married. But then there are people who are also this is our eighth Valentine's Day together. together and we are you know not engaged and living in separate spaces still and so I think it is this time where people can put kind of where they at in their relationship on display and we're all forced to watch it like we can't ignore it anymore and I think it's also tainted Valentine's Day a little bit too whereas like I think it used to be very genuine and very much about you know still very commercialized and very much about, you know, there are certain things that you're expected to pl- buy, you're expected to do the nice restaurant and get the champagne, et cetera. But that was still for the other person. And now it kind of some it sometimes feels like you see these relationships where it's like it's you, your person, and then the thousand people who follow you. Yeah. And I feel like that can also be a reductive statement out of me. So I was wondering if anyone has any kind of like rebuttals against that, because it's a thought that I always have. But in my head, I'm kind of like there has to be like another side to this where I'm like, maybe there is something beautiful about the fact that we can share this love. And I'm trying to be like a little bit optimistic and it's really not working. (laughs) Yeah, I think. Because of the commercial nature, and it's always been commercial, but it's gotten more and more and more so that 
yet there there's an expectation that you buy certain products. It's forced. It feels very, very fake, and people are just going along with it because they have to, or it's the thing you do. Um, but you know, maybe the disappointment comes from like, did you actually want those things? And then forcing something, you know, like a like a proposal or expecting a proposal that doesn't come all because it's we're, we just tell ourselves it's tied to this holiday and by telling ourselves that we've kind of made it true but that's not a good reason to propose or or even further uh, uh, i mean you could use it as a moment in time but it's like if you're doing that because you feel like it's the thing to do then mm-hmm. that probably isn't even the right relationship for you yeah I think you should use it as a time to get a good deal at Applebee's if they have good deals on Valentine's Day. You know what? I'm going to say it. This is controversial, but brave. Um, Applebee's always has good deals. So don't sleep. <laughs> Do you want to go to Applebee's on Valentine's Day? I would love Wait, I to. I want to come. Come. Oh, my God. They, I, I don't think I've ever been to an Applebee's. Kirk, you've never been to an Applebee's? And I proudly say that. I've actually, I think that's the proudest thing I've ever said. I'm so proud. I've never been to the Applebee's. No. All right, Andrew, scrap the part where Kirk says he's proud that he's never been to Applebee's. Maggie, I need you to tag you. I need you to tag Applebee's when you post this episode. We are getting this sponsored, Kirk. I would love to go to Applebee's. Like, listen, it's not for a lack of trying. No, it is. But there used to be an Applebee's across from the gym I used to go to, and they would always be like, tonight, $2 hurricane Sandy drink or something. It would be like some crazy name. <laughs> Sandy. Can we go to Outback Steakhouse instead? I'd be like, fuck, I want that drink. And then I would never go because I didn't know if I was confident enough to go into an Applebee's alone. I really want a Bloomin' Onion. <laughs> That's not Applebee's. That's why I want to go to Outback. Outback I fuck with too. Just we the... should do an episode about um, yeah. chain... Fast Casual Dad. Oh! Oh my Erica. god, which one's my favorite? Girl, you just squirted. You that's okay? not a hellscape. That's a heavenscape. Yeah, let's do the he- that's what we're calling it the heavenscape me? of fast food. Not fast food. Not fast food. Fast food dining. Fast casual dining. Fast casual. Fast casual chain dining. So if somebody yeah. on this podcast wants to get me a Valentine's Day gift, they can bring me to Outback. I'm in. I'm so That's what in. I want. Okay. I'm going to text Tony P in DC. Oh my god, stop. He just got arrested at Publix. <laughs> You're starting rumors That's again. That's the other one. <laughs> well, when I wanted to throw something in there, I feel like as a 25-year-old. Okay. Um, well, this is Kurt. Listen. Oh my god. I like 25. I, I think it's hot. Well, I was going to say as a 25-year-old, I think is the real time when a lot of your friends and people in your life start to date differently. Like people are really different oh, worlds. Like in they're their bisexual. Oh. <laughs> okay, wait. Going yeah. back to what I was saying, I feel oh. like at 25, people are finally in this like different stage of dating. Cause like, mm-hmm. you know, it's people who've actually lasted from college, it's people who've met post college. And I feel like Valentine's Day is the epitome. I already don't like dating. And Valentine's Day is the epitome of what you were saying, Erica, where all these people in life, when they're different relationships, some engaged, some not, some recently dating, some moving in, are like have a free opportunity to just like go crazy and post about it. And I'm like, 
No offense, and it's not because I'm bitter about dating, but I don't want to see it. My yeah. sounds like you're bitter about dating. I'm not. Oh about my dating. god, Andrew! First of all, don't be dusty. <laughs> anyway, speaking of romance and people being dusty, <laughs> Andrew, do do any of you have any like? bad valentine's day date or like or just like valentine's day plan that went amiss i have can i start because i have them ready i have two so i'm going to do both because that's how we do it on this podcast i speak as long as i want um one was in high school this is quick i had a girlfriend shout out to our and we went on a but we dated from like february 1st like february 15th <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we did. We made, we went to prom, so we dated till, till like the end of the year. So we didn't once boink, oink, whatever. What did I call it? Oink, boink. It's boink, boink. with boys. It's oink with girls. And we didn't once oink. Um, and she stayed that long, which is pretty captivating of me to keep a woman around that long without having giving her giving her the D. Ew. Um, and we went on a Valentine's Day date. Do you guys remember Kosi? They're still around, but Kosi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went to a Valentine's Day date. We were eighteen years old in high school, senior year of high school. We went to Kosi. For the, the listeners who don't know, uh, Kosi is not a uh, date restaurant. It's kind of like a... For like a height. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like a fancy... Guys, I've gone somewhere. to a date on a Panera before. <laughs> <laughs> like as an adult, Kirk? And a salad works. As an adult, like Kirk, that's just, that's just getting... That's just getting lunch with a coworker, Kirk. Wait, this is uh, recently, Kirk? What is recently? In the past five years. When was COVID? In the past five years. Now, Jesus. basically. Um, th- there was one guy that I hooked up with him once, just like a hookup. And then he was like, the next time they're doing a dinner in the suburbs, because I worked in the suburbs and he was in the suburbs. And then he was like, meet me at Saladworks. And we got our salads to go. I don't really know what it was, to be honest. I don't, but, it, <laughs> but then he's fishing. And financially responsible. But then he started dating a guy that I know that I hooked up with. It's really weird. Anyway, then now they're not together anymore. It sounded like fuel before the boy. Yes. I'm crying. Um, Anyway, so back to Kosi. We're there, 18 years old. And my friend um, that you guys know, Carrie, um, Carrie was, was, went with us. She decided to join our, our, my, my first ever and only, not only Valentine's Day date, but only female Valentine's Day date with my girlfriend. And then she brought our other friend Kelly and her boyfriend. So this was not like a double date with Carrie as, as, a, as a rando, fifth wheel, at Kosi. And I was like pissed. So we're leaving and she like gave me some sass in the car. And I looked at her and I said, look at where we are. I have a girlfriend. Kelly has a boyfriend. And we're here on Valentine's Day. And who the fuck are you with? No one will <gasps> ever love you. Kurt. Mm-hmm. Is that when you became gay? Um, I don't think so. Maybe. I mean, I think it was our, no, Maggie, I was already gay when I was dating this girl. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so that was Carrie and I's first fight. But anyway, that reminds me, that was a really bad Valentine's Day that I hyped up, I romanticized, because I finally had like a girl, you know? And then, <laughs> and then my, a recent one that was 2020 was with, um, shout out to um, another girl. No, no, a stalker, Scott. I think I've mentioned him before and I'll just say his name. I don't give yes. a shit. Because this is, we became friends recently-ish and now we're not, I don't know, I don't ever talk to him. But Scott and I, I, I convinced myself he was a stalker when we dated. And 
Kind of was. And then we dated for maybe a few weeks by the time Valentine's Day came around. And we went on this date and he brought, he went to Disney World that week and he came back with a whole bag full of presents for me from Disney World. And he texted me to make sure I knew he was bringing me presents from Disney World. So then I went to have to get presents for him. And I'm like, what's the equivalent of like Disney World here? And I was like, oh, I'll just go to a Hallmark store. So I went to a Hallmark store and I bought him like a bunch of random out. Actually, it was really thoughtful. He loved Disney World flag, red flag, huge red flag. And I got a bunch of little like Disney World plush thingies of his favorite Disney people that I think I knew. And then I got him like Eagles ones because he loved the Eagles. And then I got him a nice little card and candy. And he opened up his after I opened up his. He opened up his after I opened mine. And he got me like, he probably spent like in Disney World like like $300 on me. And my dog, he bought Brooks like a bunch of toys because Brooks was a puppy that year. And um, I bought him what I bought him. And he was, he basically told me before we walked into the day, we exchanged gifts before. He told me that that was not okay. And I was inappropriate to give him what I got him. I didn't get him enough. So we went to Fabrica, Eric Everman. And yeah. I was there the other week. And it's actually so much more cooler than it was then, but it had just opened. And I think we didn't speak one word to each other across the entire table. At least it's a place where you can get away with not like speaking with Yeah, because there's entertainment. But anyway, yeah. that was really bad. And then we we continued to date for a bit and then he tried to stalk me and hold the whole thing. But so that was my last Valentine's Day date, I think actually, four years ago. I hope you learned your lesson since then. I don't know what it was, but yeah, it, it don't date someone that goes to Disney World as a fucking adult. Well, I was gonna say this reminds me we need to do an episode on Disney adults. You know, because... I don't want to yuck anyone's yum, but fuck Disney World. <laughs> Disney adults are the most alarming people on the planet. They know, and they the, uh, the mouse is just pushing that woke agenda on America. Oh yeah, crazy. I forgot about that too. For sure, it's way too liberal. Andrew, what is your Valentine's Day story, if you have one? I don't have any good stories because I have been a smart young man and avoided all female interaction around February fourteenth. Except for when I had, like, girlfriend in high school, like, you know, you would do stuff you would do in high school, but... Hand jobs? Yeah, obviously. (laughs) Hand jobs, hand jobs and Applebee's, probably. I'll put that on my bucket list. (laughs) Period. (laughs) My best Valentine's Day story is actually not a date. I was in college, and I was with all my Galentines, and I was sitting on, like one of our couches in our dorm rooms. And I was like, hmm, I'm going to be a really good sister and text my younger brother. So I texted him and I was like, happy Valentine's Day. Like, hope you had a great day. Like, miss you. Hope all is well in college. Or, yeah, he was in college. No, I guess he was a senior in high school. You So you texted your brother senior year of high school on Valentine's Day? Yeah. Okay, keep going. While he was getting a hand job in an Applebee's parking lot? <laughs> I said, he texted me back and he said, happy Valentine's Day. With his left hand. Oh, no, he wasn't giving the hand job. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, he might have been. Um, well, we don't know. He said, happy Valentine's Day. Um, what are you up to today? And I was like, oh, I'm hanging out with a lot of my friends. Like, we're doing some, like, Valentine's, Galentine's Day things. I said, what about you? He was like, well, I'm not lame like you are. I have a date. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like, didn't realize you were dating. And he's like, don't make a big deal. It's not like this is my first girlfriend. And never Period. responded. Obsessed. He kind of ate you yeah. up, girl. Yep. Yeah. That's is he still dating habits. her? No. Oh, man. Love, no. love doesn't win. You know young love. Love is fleeting when you're 17. And when you're how old's Paul? Okay. 
Okay, this is Paul. I've been editing this entire episode, and I just don't understand why is Kirk so obsessed with me? Get over it, get a life, and get my name out of your mouth. Okay. So. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth! I'm- my worst and only Valentine's Day thing I've ever done was the day after Valentine's Day, because in 2020, Valentine's Day was on a Friday. It was Saturday, and that Friday, my department was off, like, was sent home early just for, like, a you-guys-are-great type of thing, and I guess my, at the time, boyfriend, question mark, um, had flowers sent to my office, but the issue was that by the time they got to the mail processing room, it would have been, like, an hour after I was told I could go home that day. And so I'm like running around trying to get these flowers. Like my coworkers are trying to help me. Security's trying to help me. And it just like doesn't work out. And so I've already started this weekend, like with this little flower fiasco, but like the thought was still nice. And then I played in a volleyball tournament the next day. And he goes to the tournament, tells my friend's boyfriend that I'm very bad at volleyball, (laughs) assuming that my friend's boyfriend would never tell me. And then that night, we like went to dinner, nothing really special happened. And then the next morning, I just like found out some news and I was just like, nope, we're done. So I spent my Valentine's Day essentially plotting to break up with my at-the-time boyfriend. And to be fair, my friends were, like, in my ear hyping me up the whole night. Did you ever get the flowers? Uh, I, when I came back to work on Monday, they were there. But they were, dead. like, almost as dead as our relationship Did, was at that point. How you can tell us a story and then not tell us what, like, you learned? What do you mean what You're I You're like, learned? I learned something and the relationship ended. Oh, no. I mean, he was just like, I don't know, because he listens to this. The issue is he listens to the podcast. Okay, that's weird. Whatever. He knows what he did. Um, He was like still texting his ex-girlfriend about our relationship, but like more so to say like, look how much better things are. And to me, it was just like, bro, I... Like, you don't need to, like, come at other women, especially other women that I have no issue with. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. But yeah. that's good for you. I feel like a lot of women would be like, yeah, get it. Get him. Get her. Like, send that text. Oh, my God. I I had, like, two two of my friends were literally over my shoulder. Like, this is how you're going to do it. Like, they walked me through the whole thing. It was really nice. Breaking up with someone sometimes fun. I want to date someone so I can do it. What? Do it on Valentine's Day. That's nice. Like I did. Well. Well, now that I know how much everyone has absolutely fumbled Valentine's Day, aka me and Kirk, the other two just haven't (laughs) fucking tried. And I think it's very funny that the straights. Andrew, I want you to do something this year for Cassie. Okay. She might get concerned. She might be like, are we we getting separated? (laughs) (laughs) 
didn't we just discuss how doing something for Valentine's Day means that the person wants it and therefore him yes. doing nothing is yes. what she wants? Do it for September 11th. We, we've done like... <laughs> we, we've done... Um, shout out George Bush. Well, there's one terrible pilot. Um, we've we've done. <laughs> I, was, like, I only keep bringing this up as a holiday because I was told at work this year that it was like we had to, it was a holiday. Like it's not a holiday. It is like a day to remember. It's not like Happy Nine Eleven, everyone. Like people, like, fuck off. It's quite ridiculous. So I had to get that off my chest on Valentine's Day for you all. Preach it, girl. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll have a Nine Eleven episode at some point. No, we won't. <laughs> oh, we will. We, we kind of have. Andrew I feel like every episode to. is about 9-11 and Tiger Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> That's because Tiger Cruise is the best film ever made. Oh my god. It's such deep lore. So uh yeah, sometimes we make like dinner at home together. Like we've done like oh, oh, for Valentine's Day. mac <laughs> and cheese. Yeah. Yum. Something that we that you know you you're not normally gonna put that much effort into. But we That's haven't done cute. that every year because like this year it's on a fucking Wednesday. Yeah. Because yeah. groceries are too expensive. Oh, that too. <laughs> Thanks, O'Biden. Come on, man. Biden. And you can't get an Uber to get to the restaurant because gas is too expensive. I know, and there's no one there to clean the toilets. Uh, thanks, uh, Donald Trump. <laughs> Who's going to go? <laughs> All right, everyone. Now it's time for the dating game. Woo-hoo! And by the dating game, I mean the hating game. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I drank my haterade this morning. What the I'm fuck ready to is go. This? Our first contestant is as smart as he is tall, so fuck. not very. <laughs> he may not be able to read a book, but he can read you to <gasps> filth. It's Kurt. Hey girl. So I got a cleaning lady. Um, <laughs> shout out Kelly Osborne. <laughs> Our next contestant may not have any student debt, but he also doesn't have the respect of his parents. It's Andrew. Very true. And our last contestant has the next 60 years of your life completely planned out. All she needs is you. Welcome to the show, Maggie. <laughs> the way the game works is that we will all present our favorite person to hate. And as a group, we'll decide who we want to give our biggest fuck you to for Valentine's Day. Andrew, I'll let you start. Who do you hate the most? This is such negative energy. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I I hate. Who do I hate? I hate. Oh, there's so many people I hate. But there's one in particular that I hate a lot in general, but. Right now, I'll say I, I hate him a lot, and that's Ben Shapiro. Come on, my boy Benny Shaps. I I just love this little fucking nerd. Um, he was kind of falling off for me, but he came roaring back with that rap music video, like just incredible. That is insane. But he is also uh, weirdly very good at and very important in. Uh, eroding American democracy. So, you know, if he does have a talent, it's uh, bringing down an empire. So, I like it. I like it. And by I like it, I mean I fucking hate it. All right, Maggie. She's tiny. 
She wears high heels. She's been told that she is one of the rudest actresses on planet Earth. And she makes the worst decisions in every television show and movie she's ever in. It's the one. The only. SJP. Sarah Jessica <gasps> Parker. <gasps> yes! Um, Erica, someone screenshot that. Oh, damn it. It was she froze. <laughs> Nay. I know that this is recorded, <laughs> Did you just fucking nay for Sarah Jessica Parker? <laughs> she ruined Kim Cattrall's career all because Kim Cattrall was more talented than her. She's That's literally insane. been labeled as one of the worst, rudest actresses. Uh, I have no opinion on this, to be quite honest. I feel like I should as a gay man, but I just don't. Oh, she's as old as your lover, Kirk. 58. Okay. And you know what? I'm going to say it. She is Carrie. And Carrie also sucks. Exactly. I never watched it. You never watched Sex I never watched. That's that's my that's my um my claim to fame. I Deep never once watched it. Yeah. Wow, bad gay. Bad gay. Um Okay, well, tell us more. What do we? What? 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 What do you? What do you? Why do you hate her? There's so many reasons. Um, one, she's annoying. Like she's actually just straight up annoying. She like speaks in a mm-hmm. sentence, and you're like, stop talking. And she has a shoe brand that's ugly and like overly mm-hmm. expensive. Her shoes cost like four hundred dollars, and they're mm-hmm. so ugly. She also, like, has ruined multiple actresses and actors' careers. And she's been known to be rude on set. Like, she's rude to other people because she feels like she's, like, famous enough to do that. And it's like, girl, you're literally Carrie Bradshaw. Like, that's it. She's like, kind of a one-hit wonder. Like, I get it. Like, her show is, like, big. but like, You know, that is a wonder. hot take, but it's kind of true. Like, she literally has, like, I mean, it's, she's been in a lot of stuff, right? But, like, it's really just Carrie. Well, not Carrie, um, sex this is. Yeah, but like name them. <laughs> she's also in that Christmas movie, though. Has anybody ever seen the Christmas movie she's in? No. Oh, my God. This she's also movie. in an iconic episode of Glee, and she sings the Turkey Lurkey song and Let's Have a Kiki. And that yes. is history. I'm pretty sure. That is family black history. Stone? Has anybody ever seen the Family Stone? <laughs> yes, the Family Stone's incredible. What is wrong with you? That movie is so freaking unhinged. That is one of the best Christmas movies ever fucking made. My roommate and I watched it, and we were like, what did we just waste an hour on? It was horrendous. First off, it's longer than an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 53%, so it's perfectly mid, just like the actress herself. That's exactly what it is. It's better than LOLOL Smiley Face, whatever the fucking movie is you like. Shut the fuck up. Nobody asked you. And and LOL is better. And she's now a Grammy winner, so she's even cooler. She's iconic. What a queen. Two time Grammy winner. Say it louder. Um,. There's just so many reasons Sarah Jessica Parker sucks. And she deserves all the hate. I didn't say it, but they did. Gotta put that horse out to pasture. <laughs> Not the misogyny. Not the misogyny. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, Sarah. J- Jessica Parker, I love you. No, I'm just joking. I don't think it's like a horse. Um... <laughs> There's literally like multiple Reddit feeds about how shady and shitty she is. Okay. The blind items then are out of pocket. Too. I don't feel bad I know any of this. Of what, Andrew? I don't feel bad making fun of her then. So, so far we have Sarah Jessica Parker and Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro. Yes. This is my ideal Applebee's dinner date. <laughs> yeah, because they would just entertain themselves and you could watch. 
<laughs> ideal Applebee's rotation. Ugh. It's a nightmare rotation. Okay, I have mine. But mine okay. isn't a person. That's a mine thing. is people. But not period. No. no, it's not people, but it's people. You gotta get more specific. I know. I'm saying it's multiple people. It's people. Gay men? No. Well, sure. It's people <laughs> that say, that is my Roman Empire. Those are the people that I hate right now. Okay? So if you ever have said that, you're fucking stupid. Okay? That meme was funny for a week. That's my Roman Empire. No, it's not. It's not. Like, and then it's, 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 it's been along for, around for too long now. People are just saying it to say it. They're like, when Erica wore that shirt, is my Roman Empire. Because she looks so good. Well, see, that's it. the thing like, is, I don't, I don't know if it started ironically to say that, but anytime I've heard somebody say that, it makes no sense in the context. It didn't so. ever make sense, okay? Yeah, it'll be like, oh my God, I love halibut. And they'll be like, that's my Roman Empire. I'm like, is that how much you think about Hal- eight single fish? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? No, but people, people use it all the time now. It makes no sense. Like, no, it, what was supposed Literally. to be is like that thing that you think about every, all, all the time. Not, it's not just like, a, people use it as like a compliment now. Yeah, not like, oh, I like this thing. It's like, no, I know the deep lore. And I also don't really get it. Like, I never thought about the Roman Empire once in my life. Because you're gay. But still, it's, I don't believe, straight men were like, oh, finally something for us. Let's all jump on this meme. And it, it didn't. Because we all relate to it. Do you know how many times I've seen Gladiator? Okay. And Spartacus. Not Gladiator again. Did we talk about that last week? Because it's homoerotic. Um, exactly. Anyway, those are the people. So I'm not going to single out a single person. I'm just going to single out a lot of people. Um, wow, way to take the middle road on that one. Happy Valentine's Day to people that say, that is my Roman Empire. Wow, I hated that. Just like we all hate everything. <laughs> the person I hate is actually... Um, so I wasn't going to go into the Valentine's Day lore because I think it's stupid. But it is named after saint valentine and um i did go to a catholic university so i'm one who can understand the um religious importance of saints and this uh particular person is the patron saint of fucking sugar babies it's that fucking coon ass rat clarence thomas Oh. That's so awesome. Okay, that's a good one. That I accept. Yeah, well, I accept the Ben Shapiro accepting. too. Sorry. Was... <laughs> Which one do you not accept? Mine? I'm not going to accept Sarah Discord. That's okay. You can, you can have her. He or not have her. Okay. But I think Clarence is terrible. Clarence Thomas and Benny Shapiro is absolute nightmare blunt rotation. <laughs> because they would all snitch on you right after. <laughs> The second they get there, high, they're calling the cops. Oh, my God. All right. So our options are Mr. Benny Schatz, uh, SJP, the Roman Empire <laughs> Empire, Ooh. and Clarence Thomas. Who are we choosing to put all of our hateful energy towards? Okay. okay ready? Three. Two, one. We have Clarence Uncle Ruckus, Clarence, and C. Thomas. Clarence Thomas is our winner. Oh, 
And his prize is he gets to go on a long vacation to a really dark jail cell. And decide the world's biggest cases and my rights. Everyone, take a couple of minutes to think up what Valentine you would like to write, um, Mr. Thomas. Two hours later. Roses are red. Your wife is white. I would abort her if I had the right. Clarence Thomas, your ruling's so grand, but let's lighten up and take a stand. On this Valentine's Day, let's drop the gavel and share a chuckle when we travel. (laughs) Who's paying for the traveling? Is Sugar Daddy? It's the joke. Duh. Oh, okay, I like it. My Valentine's greeting would just be one of those little candy hearts that says, retire, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Oh, my gosh. Um, Clarence Thomas, you make my heart fly in the sense that I hope you die. I can't wish death upon him. Even though Wendy did get away with... Not legally. It's not great. You can wish him death in Minecraft. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Clarence Thomas, you make my heart fly. According to our lawyers, I have to say, allegedly, I wish you would die. Woo! Nice. All right, everyone. Wow, today was filled with literally no love whatsoever, and that's why this is the hellscape. If you wanted love, you could go to the Heavenscape Carousel podcast that is still in production. (laughs) All right, everyone, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Hellscape Carousel Love Edition. I'm Erica. I'm Andrew. I'm Maggie. And I'm Kirk. And I'm Paul. And I am so happy to be done editing this episode. Take care, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. You should have started dating her next week, bro. You could have saved yourself some coin. I remember I broke up with Stacey LaRusso a week before Valentine's Day. I got back with her a week after. No chocolates, no roses, no class. Thank you for listening to Hellscape Carousel. If you like what you heard, leave a five-star review, subscribe, and follow us on social media. Stay tuned for more episodes. 